Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 9. On today's episode, we will recap last week's games, preview this upcoming week, and we are bringing back the annual Lay of the Land. Kind of the halfway point of the college football season, we'll be kind of giving a synopsis of the top 10 teams, the remaining tests that they have, and what we think their percent, you know, their chances of making the college football playoff. Luke, welcome back. How are we doing after Tennessee had a bye, Notre Dame had a bye last week? How are we feeling? How did Notre Dame end up doing? It was closer than people thought, right? Did they even cover? No, they didn't cover, but they won by like 24. <laughs> Tennessee They were, they were winning like 30-ish the whole game. Honestly, Tennessee's a cover machine. I think they've covered in every game except for one, and I believe that was Florida. So maybe a hot team. Maybe maybe a, a sneak peek for for picks this week, but Tennessee uh, doing well on the scoreboard and uh, for betters. With some of our picks, you had texted me that you potentially have a change to the pick system. We will get to that when we get to our picks, but stay tuned for some potential changes. I haven't heard what these changes are yet, so we don't know yet. But let's recap last week's games. I know. I well, first of all. Apologies, last week I did not get the pod out. I had it queued up. I even think I texted you guys saying it's live. You did, and I tweeted it. And I get a text from Luke. was like, did you post the, did you release the episode? Last night. Yeah, I was like, I think so. And I go back and I check, and it's just sitting there saying, like, it's ready to be published. And I was like, oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. So apologies on that. That's our first big hiccup this year. Big hiccup. But other than the year-long hiccups of our picks, but it'll be out hopefully by Wednesday or Thursday this week. I guess you guys will find out while you're listening. As I was saying, let's dig into the Week 8 recap. What do we have? Five games? Do we want to touch on all of them? Do we want to touch on a little one, like a little bit of them? <clears throat> I think we I didn't, do. So I, it's funny. I didn't – I signed up for a – four-man scramble chili open uh to play on saturday and it was me hody loge and harry and we get there and there must have been just like i don't i've never seen carts like lined up so long and double wide and i'm like this can't be right like what is going on the first it was shotgun start tee off starts at nine they double they doubled us up on holes so it's eight guys every shot on dude it was a seven hour golf round i've i would i've never done that and it was brutal because we actually play pretty quick like our foursome but the guys we were with i think they may have won the tournament like they wouldn't even start to discuss or think about their shots until we were all done shooting and so like on the green and actually we were kind of one of the faster groups on the green like on the tee box everywhere. These guys were just like brutal, like taking so long. And we're like, by the time, literally it was, we were making the turn basically. And Logic goes, dude, it's one o'clock. So we had been golfing for four hours and basically golfed nine holes. And I'm like, I just missed, we just missed all of the morning games and we're gonna miss a lot of the afternoon games. So the reason I say all that is because I didn't get to watch Syracuse Clemson and I didn't get to watch 
that and I missed half of like the other games, which would like just for everyone listening, check if you're playing in a scramble, check to make sure they're not doubling you up on holes because it it will be at least seven hours long. How did the round go? How'd you guys shoot yeah, other than I, the catastrophe? Intentionally left out how we did. Uh, we did okay. I think we were five or six under. You know, as well as anybody, if you can't putt, it's tough to score well, and we just could not putt. We we couldn't make anything from 10 to 15 feet. Brutal. Who played yeah. the best? Uh... I think actually, I think I played pretty well. Like my iron shots were pretty good. Off the tee, I was a non-factor, um, but no one could putt, so like I wouldn't even give out an MVP award. Yeah, all were all were losers. That just losing yeah. all around. To be fair, it's kind of hard to stay focused when you're playing that slow, and I've never played Dude, that slow. It was I like brutal. Like it just ruined the whole day, and I. I had plans to come back home, hang out with Aaron a little bit, and then I went to the Bulls opening night. So, like, I really missed uh, – I was obviously tracking everything, so I know how, like, the games went. But just uh, – it was a very, very fun day, but kind of exhausting. Yeah, that's seven-hour rounds are too much. I always mm-hmm. get antsy. Like, if I'm waiting, just say it's a normal day, four people, four people in front. Normally, we'll play pretty quick. But I always get antsy where we finish a hole, and I, like, just – Get off, get out of the car, grab my driver or whatever club it is, straight to the tee, and then half the mm-hmm. time you have to wait. I'm not very good at just like sitting in the car and relaxing, no. like waiting. Like I want to go hit my next shot and then hit I'm my the next same shot way. and hit my next shot. So I'm the same exact way, and it's tough. But yeah, seven hours is tough. But I will touch it. We'll we'll be quick then. I'll touch on this Syracuse Clemson game. I texted you halfway through. I was like, oh, my God, I think Mark just nailed his money line <laughs> first pick. And certainly looked that way. Clemson did everything they could early to lose that game. They just had turnovers and turnovers. They would get close. Fumble return for a touchdown, I think, or it was, you know, close. But they did a – like, it kind of feels like old Clemson in the sense where – no, they're in every game, and their offense is clicking. Old Clemson up. of last year, or old Clemson of pre-Clemson, era like of Clemson. I guess that they're in between, but they they know how to win games. Like they know how to win games now, and I feel like they're becoming the Clemson team that like you don't really want to play. They they quite they don't have that feel to the old Clemson teams where it's like all right, we're going to lose by twenty, but you still don't want to play this team. They play good defense. If their offense can do enough, and I think DJ, he played really bad. He got benched in the fourth quarter. I saw I think, that. It's like a Klubinek or Klubinek Klub, or whatever Klub, his name is. Klubnik or whatever. Anyways, yeah, they yeah, said yeah. he say DJ's the starter, and I think he's been good this year. He's made a few good throws where he, when he has to, and he's kind of changed how he's played quarterback, where he's 6'5", 6'4", and he's running the ball more. Now, I know he's not the elite. You're giving me a look. He's definitely not the elite you know, player that Trevor Lawrence was and Deshaun Watson was at Clemson. But as we've said, this schedule is easy enough for them to run the table and go undefeated. We will get into more of that with the lay of the land. When you're having quarterback issues where you're like pulling starting quarterback and you're still probably going to make the college football playoff, that just screams to me, your schedule is so weak, right? It's, it's terrible. If, if, if any team in the SEC was having quarterback issues, they'd have four or five losses. Like, you can't—it it just speaks to how 
awful their schedule is. Yeah, and I but, think it depends. Four or five losses, depending on what you're – I think Alabama would be two loss maybe, but I get your point. Like a mediocre team would be four or five-plus losses for sure. If Alabama had Milrow in, they would have four four losses. Potentially, I think. Potentially. So, anyways, Clemson survives. We have an unbeaten team in UCLA going against Oregon. Oregon – pretty much dominated this game. They they look a lot better. We got heated last week talking about Oregon. I think if they look like this the rest of the year and they went out, they're I think they're set. They look so much better. I know the competition isn't Georgia, but it was also week one, new coach, as I said. But they, they look they looked really good. There there is it, let's just let's just pl- do the hypothetical. Georgia beats Tennessee. Georgia beats Alabama Actually, I don't know what happened there. But my what I'm trying to get to is if Georgia is going to end up being the one and Oregon is going to be the four, I don't think they're going to put Oregon in because no one wants to see that again. At some point, you're going to have to do that, though. What do you, what like, do you at mean? At some point, there's going to be a scenario, whether it's this year or the next couple of years, where like that could very easily happen. And you just have but to not in this, not in the fashion where Oregon got beat forty nine to three. Like that's a like yeah, Tennessee could. I think Tennessee would be the four seed maybe, and they may have already lost to Georgia. But that's why keeping that game close will matter a lot for Tennessee because it's potentially more exciting than what what Oregon showed in Week One. I, I get it. I totally get like. Oregon won, you know, week one, didn't do anything. But when that's, like, such a big game, you can't aff- – I just – I don't think you can let a team off the hook for playing that for poorly. Yeah, for against – in a, in a game that matters. Now you play Georgia, then you play Pac-12 all the way, and everyone's like, oh, Pac-12 sucks. I was like, oh, yeah, you played one SEC team, and you got clobbered. Yeah. Like – the that, best SEC team, the best team in the well, country. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. But <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, but I they're concerned. They're concerned for me if they continue because, like you said, it, the people are going to forget about that Georgia game or make excuses. So, I need them to lose another. Yes, I think so too. Anyways, moving on to Big Twelve games: Texas at Oklahoma State, Kansas State at TCU. Texas favored. In this game, they just pull Texas where, like, you get your hopes up and then they end up losing to a good Oklahoma State team. Oklahoma State has been a great team for me. I think I've won three in a row with them. But it's just like, this is Big 12. These teams beat up on each other. Ironically, I say that, and TCU remains undefeated. They went down early to Kansas State. They come back with a strong second half. I do think they got a bit fortunate because K-State's quarterback got injured on the first drive. Their Martinez? Yeah, and their backup comes wow. in, and he looked really good in the first half, but then you make adjustments based on that quarterback going into the second half, and their offense really can't do anything. TCU, though, undefeated Big 12 team. They've been kind of going through a gauntlet, and they have come out you know, unscathed. We'll see. They've got West Virginia this week at West Virginia, I believe, seven and a half point favorite. Just again, like you guys don't necessarily agree with it, but I think you know the Big Twelve. You play a hard game every single every single week, but we'll keep an eye on TCU. I don't think there's too much to talk about with them going into this next week, but that'll move us to Mississippi State at Alabama. I didn't really watch much of this game. To me, though, it it's was kind like, of meh. Kind of yeah, it, it, it fits it 
fits the script so far throughout the season of Mississippi State being really good at home and mediocre on the road. I don't know what the issue is with, with that team, but Bama did what they needed to do. They came out. They won. They covered. Um, they're going to have to keep winning out and to, to, have, to make the – to make the SEC championship because now they're they're one loss, LSU's one loss, and Ole Miss's one loss. So it'll be really interesting because all those teams have to play each other to end the year. Yeah, their schedules start to get a little tight coming up. So mm-hmm. be interesting to see how it unfolds. As of right now, actually, yeah, as of now, well, AP top ten: Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Bama. None of that changes. TCU might not even change either. I don't even know if any of this changed. TCU 7, Oregon 8, Oklahoma State 9, USC 10. So we have a few changes. Oregon moves up. TCU moves up, I guess, to Ole Miss's spot. Not a ton of changes. Top 6 remain the same. As I said, we will touch on these teams. But before we do that, let's talk about the Week 9 games. We have Ohio State at Penn State, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. And to, re- to cap off the night, the evening, Kentucky at Tennessee. Do you want to start talking about that game? Yeah. I I I think I'm nervous about this game just look, because look No, I I don't I don't think that's a, the case because I do think Kentucky's a good team. I'm nervous because Kentucky is coming off a bye a bye week. Do I think that they're going to be able to stop Tennessee's offense? Absolutely not. I think we're getting uh, Cedric Tillman back this week as well. I've heard that before. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's going on. Um, Fire the had to be some staff. sort of. I know. It had to be some sort of the training staff, the mods in the in the chat room. Like we're getting faulty false information here. But it's a night game. Tennessee's undefeated. I expect the crowd to show up. It's going to be dark mode uniforms. Like all everything is happening that needs to happen to get the guys hyped. I don't think. I do not think this will be a look ahead game in the slightest because I think. At the beginning of the season, everyone had Kentucky as a very, very good team, which they still may be, but I think you can't just turn that off and you're they're gonna be they're gonna be prepared. I'd be way more nervous if it was obviously at Kentucky, but I I don't have any concerns. Or I'm nervous. I'm I'm nervous because of how optimistic we are. And every loss now has like it has so many implications on the rest of the season. But I mean if Tennessee can if Tennessee steamrolls Kentucky you know, covering, I think the spread's 12 and a half, then I feel really good about the Georgia game. I really do. How good do we feel? What does that mean? If, oh, I think, I think we'll give, if Tennessee can score 35 plus against Kentucky and covers the, covers a spread, I mean, this, the Georgia spread, you said it before, is like, what, 11 and a half, 12 and a half? Yeah, the look ahead. I would, Pound that. that would be a three. I'll say it right now. That'd be a three-unit bet for me on Tennessee. I like it. I like it. it that, that number seems high as of now, but a lot of it depends yep. on the health of players for both teams going into yep. this week and how they come out after the week. So we'll see. But anyways, we got a big Big Ten game. Ohio State, they're rolling. They play at Penn State. I think it's like a 15-and-a-half point spread. And Until they show weaknesses against like some of these mediocre teams i don't think they have anything to worry about i think again they take care of business and then comes down to the michigan game who's also looking pretty good right now i don't think penn state is very good at all i think 
I think people put a lot of stock in that Auburn win at Auburn, and now look look how Auburn's turned out. Um, and so I I would agree with you. I think, and this is a a noon a big big ten noon kickoff. Like what a dog doo doo environment. Yeah, like yeah, how do you not how do you not how do you make uh, Minnesota the whiteout game night game, and then you have Ohio State coming the week after and put them like it's just unfortunate TV contract stuff, but. If Penn State was going to do anything in this game, it had to be a night game. It had to be white out, and it's not. I expect Ohio State to roll as well. Yeah, I think so too. All right, we've got Oklahoma State at Kansas State. This game, like, it's I guess it's somewhat of a big game for Big 12 implications and who can play in the title game. In terms of the playoff picture, it's not so much, I don't think. Um, K-State seems to be out with two losses. Oklahoma State, they only have one still, right, against TCU. But I don't know. This is like kind of what I mentioned. Is K-State quarterback healthy? There's question marks about that. I think it'll just be an exciting game to watch from a neutral point of view. And I, I'm a K-State fan, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. I think it could be high scoring. This Oklahoma State defense is complete opposite of what they were last year. They can't stop anybody. And <laughs> the Oklahoma State we knew growing up. Exactly. I just like I, I'm waiting for the uh, bedlam game. Hopefully, it's at night, and then I just want to see a classic bedlam game where it's 90 points. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I want. Good, good old Big 12. Yeah, good old Big 12. So we'll see. We'll stay posted on those games. Let's get into the lay of the land. So, as we did it last year, we kind of gave the p- pathway for the top 10 teams, kind of gave their, their tests and their percentage, as I mentioned in the intro. Why don't you start out with Georgia? Yep. So, Georgia hasn't had too difficult of a schedule thus far. And I would say Georgia, given the state of the SEC East, has benefited from not having a, a very difficult crossover opponent, and that's not different at all this year. They're playing – the rest of their schedule is Florida at a neutral site, Tennessee in, in Athens, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky. And I'm going to, like, qualify this. If they lose to Tennessee, I kind of expect them to drop – or if, if they lose to Tennessee, I would expect them to drop one of the other four games as well. I think it just shows weakness if they're losing to teams, SEC teams at home. And Mississippi State's a better team on the road. Kentucky's uh, or Mississippi State's a good team at home. Kentucky's solid at home. So I'm going to put Georgia's chances of making the college football. Well, and additionally, they're going to have to probably play Bama in the SEC championship game. So I'm going to put their odds of making the college football playoff at 51%. That's pretty low. Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see how it goes. I don't think I we mean, know. I don't think we know anything about Georgia yet. I think we're going to find it all out in the next three or four weeks. If they beat Tennessee, what does that percentage go to? It goes up to 90. 90. Because then I think, I, think, well, I, think they can lose the, I think they can lose to Bama. That game yeah, gets a sure. lot less. Whereas if they lose to Tennessee. Every game's a wow. win or go home game. Yeah, and then they don't control their own destiny. Then they're, you know, whoever loses that Tennessee-Georgia game doesn't control their own destiny anymore. Correct. I agree with that. All right, I would put it at maybe at like 65. I like, I like We're not that, that far number. off. No. 
15 percent is pretty big but ohio state number two i they have at penn state and then they play home against michigan those are really their two big games as i mentioned i don't think penn state's going to be a close game it's going to come down to the michigan game like it always does and then the big 10 which is that's going to be like the easiest game on their schedule because the big 10 west is it they're terrible very very bad so who is it going to be from there iowa or who who will it Who's the Big Ten? Minnesota, maybe? I don't even know. Not Wisconsin. Illinois. It's Illinois, yeah. Yeah, Illinois. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're fine. But they're not. Conference, they're 3-1. and one, Purdue's 3-2. and two, Nebraska's, yeah, they're going to get blasted in that yeah, game, whoever they play. So It'll be I'm, fun. It's been the way the Big Ten is, championship game has been for, like, the last 10 years. It's like the spread close. is, like, 25 points, you know. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna put their percentages at seventy percent. I give okay. them a seven. Basically, they have a seventy percent chance to beat Michigan. That's what I put that at. That spread, I think, is ten and a half. Yeah, so that's probably about right. You that's did the math on that right. one. No, but I, <laughs> you know, you mental mental math really quick, <laughs> all off the field. Um, okay, so number three in the AP poll is Tennessee, and they. They have the best resume to date, right? Like, if we're going based on resume, Tennessee should be number one. So, theoretically, you should be most confident in them performing to end the season. They play Kentucky at home. They play Georgia on the road. And they play South Carolina on the road. And it's funny I mentioned South Carolina because now they're ranked. I don't see us dropping to Kentucky or South Carolina. There's just too much on the line to like have a look-ahead game or a letdown game. It all comes down to Georgia. If we beat Georgia, then we're 100% in the college football playoff. If we lose to Georgia, then we're, I don't know, like 30% chance. Then we need things to go our way. But as of today, I would say 49% chance to make the college football playoff. I was going to say 50, so yeah, I think it's like so if they lose to Georgia, which by the numbers they're expected to lose, I still put them at 50-50. Yeah, I mean, we I'm, need things to happen, though. That's the only issue. And typically things do happen. They do. Typically things do happen. An 11-1 and Tennessee team, like that's, that's tough to leave out with the wins that they've had, kind of like you said. Yep. So yep. I, put them at, I put them at 50. Maybe 51. I'll be, we'll leave the 50. I'll out. take it. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. Number four, Michigan. They have Illinois and then at Ohio State. I'll make this simple. I had Ohio State at 70. I'm putting Michigan at 30. It comes down to one game for both teams. Do the math. They're equal to 100. Michigan has a 30, 30% chance. Nice and easy for you. I like it. Makes sense to me. No, no yeah. mental math there on that one. A little bit of mental math, you know. <laughs> okay, 70, yeah. 70 plus true. 30, yeah. <laughs> 70 true. plus 30 equals 100. Okay, yeah, we're good. Um, next up is number five, Clemson. And they have a bye week this week. Then they are at Notre Dame, host Louisville, host Miami, host South Carolina. I mean, You like I don't what know I put where. in the notes? And that we you put like in the boat, remaining tests none. <laughs> I think that's I think that's fair. I I got like 
this is going to pay me to say it, but I hope South Carolina is better than what I'm expecting and can give them a run for their money. But not good enough to give Not Tennessee good enough to give Tennessee. I, look, I think if Tennessee played Clemson on a neutral field right now, we would, we would beat them pretty solidly. I think Over, it'd be under like 10, 14. That's a good number. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good number. And I think a lot of people would agree. Like, Clemson's not going to score. I would go I would go under 14. Okay. So like but I was going to go over 10. My number was going to be 10. Okay. I don't – look, I, I think they're the, they have the clearest path to the college football playoff. They're going to – they should beat Notre Dame and the, and the rest of the other teams they play at home. They're coming off a bye week when they play at Notre Dame, which would theoretically be the hardest test. It pains me because that's going to be a spot that Tennessee could get. But it like we I picked them at the very beginning of the season, which makes me feel kind of good. So I give them a eighty-five percent chance to make college football playoff. Wow! So they've got the best chance out of anybody so far. They have they have the best chance out of anybody. Yes. Yeah. Not if you opinion. ask Mark, though. These guys suck. I know. I mean that w- that. That bet last week on Syracuse money line looks so good. I had Mark's made like multiple tried to get multiple people involved on this like what Clemson anti Clemson anti money line or something like I don't know what he said, but Fibonacci. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but but he didn't get any takers and people were like, Man, I I'm glad I didn't take that bet. I'm glad I didn't take that bet. And but then they couldn't hold through and it just felt like that was that was it. That was the test. I but. can't wait till he puts then two units on Notre Dame money line and Notre Dame might score three points. Yeah, Notre, Notre Dame's Dame not scoring any points. Notre Dame, they're good at running the ball. They're okay at running the ball, and they're not going to be able to run the ball. No, what's the spread going to be? Seventy-six. <laughs> it's going to be like fourteen. No, oh, it'll be way more than fourteen. Really? I right, probably not because Notre Dame public, but I don't know. That's I don't I don't want to think about it yet. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> Notre Dame's got a tough game against Syracuse coming up, you know? you got to think about that. 10 o'clock game or something like that, at least uh, 12 o'clock game in Syracuse. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. All right. Another SEC team, Alabama. They still have a tough schedule. At LSU. It's gotten tougher, right? Yeah. At LSU, at Ole Miss. I think they play at South Carolina, potentially. Does that sound right? That, Zach, check that. That I, would I, be a I, weird I, crossover. I left one South Carolina. Oh, I maybe left him out of Clemson because I didn't really. No, they play at there. LSU, at Ole Miss, and Auburn. In the Auburn game, like that, that's chaos. Like they should win that game. It's in like, Alabama. As it's we, in Alabama. Okay, okay, fine then. And anyways, potential SEC championship <sighs> percentage now. They have to win out and win the SEC championship, right? I'm going to put them at 12.5. Wow. So you think if it is two SEC teams, it'll be Georgia-Tennessee? Potentially. You think they don't beat Georgia or whoever I, they play? I think they slip up somewhere. In the, net, in the upcoming, in the regular somewhere. season? Somewhere. Like, that's a lot of games. They have to win out, like you said. And At LSU, at Ole Miss. Yeah, those are not those are not going to be easy, right? I think they. I think at LSU is a harder game than Ole Miss. Yes, and the LSU games at night. Yeah, twelve point five. That's good music to my ears. Yeah, twelve point five. So we'll see. 
A lot of football left. The next one's TCU. Honestly, I don't track TCU much, but I think it's safe to say that they have to go undefeated and win the Big 12 championship game. I don't think there's any... I don't think there's any losses that they can have that will result in them being the one-loss team that's chosen. I give them... What do they play? They play at Texas and at Baylor. I give them... A, I'm like, I got to benchmark it off your Bama. I give them a 10% chance of making it. You don't get... You, don't, you benchmark it off yourself. I think Bama's more likely than TCU, so... What would you give Bama? I think Bama has a 40% chance. I don't know, actually. I think you're 40. right. 30% chance. Yeah. Okay. That's that's reasonable. That actually seems about right. Um, TCU, I think, could maybe lose two more games. Yeah. That I, Texas I, game, they're gonna. I think they're going to lose that game. I think this game against West Virginia is going to be tough. I know I said that they should take care of business, but I I think it's tough. Like, they're coming off so many emotions, like, game after game. They had, like, a game that they killed Oklahoma in. Like, that's still an emotional game because at that point, OU was supposed to be, like, came off a loss. It was supposed to be a hard game. Still an emotional game. Then they had the double overtime game or went into overtime against Oklahoma State emotional game then they had an emotional game against kansas state where they're down by double digits going into the second half they come back and win this it's a it's a letdown spot so you know what it actually makes me think of like mark's mark's perception of clemson is actually what i think like tcu is like they're truly not an undefeated team they're gonna have a loss like yeah, and like UCLA but, and TCU, like he was spot on about those teams, but Clemson. Yeah, but Clemson feel Clemson is different in, in my opinion. That's what we said last week. Yeah, for sure. Just partly because they have dudes, Clemson does, and yep. their and their schedule. We've been we've been harping on their schedule all year. So, yeah, I do think they're different teams. But, anyways, Oregon number eight, coming off a big win against UCLA. They have number four, Utah. Do they play home. USC? No, they don't. <laughs> I did the research this time. We, we always ask. It's the, they Pac-12. Play it's the Pac-12. We have no we have idea. No idea about Pac-12. But anyways, 14, U- Utah. That's at home. And then the Pac-12 championship. Another tough one. I've, I wrote yeah. down my percentages. I'm going to give U- Utah. I'm going to give Oregon a 30% chance. So they have to play at Cal, which they're huge favorites, at Colorado, not going to happen. Washington, they host Utah, and then they'll probably play UCLA or USC, right? Probably. Maybe Utah again. Probably not, though, because they would have two losses. Two losses. But Utah's losses are... One of them's in the SE to Florida, which doesn't count. Well, one's I assume, against right? UCLA, but then we would assume they would lose to Oregon again. So oh. it'd be, it'd be USC or UCLA. You're right. You're right. So I put it at 30%, though, because I think if they run the table, I do think people are going to have a gripe about not having them in. I just look at the schedule, and it's like they beat, they lost to Georgia 49 3. 
Then they beat East Washington 70-14. They beat BYU, which I don't even know where BYU is anymore, 41-20. They beat Washington State 44-41, Stanford 45-27, Arizona 49. Like, and then they beat UCLA. But that's like that's like the one win they have. If UCLA's if that a, win starts to look bad, they've got a little bit a little more meat coming up though, which would with, help them. Utah and then Pac-12. Yeah, the Pac-12 champ. That's like that's the part that we just don't know is how much does the committee weigh the cha- the conference championship, which I hope not very much. And like Oregon needs USC to beat UCLA. So yep. Oregon can have UCLA, Utah, and USC instead of UCLA twice. Yep, I would agree with that. So, 30%. The next one is Oklahoma State. And, man, if Oklahoma State doesn't drop that game to TCU, their schedule, they look like they could win the Big 12 and be undefeated because they play, I mean, they play at Kansas State. Then they play at Kansas, Iowa State, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. But they would have beaten Baylor, TCU, and Texas. Like, maybe the, the hardest teams on their schedule already and, and had a lighter schedule to end the year. But with one loss, I don't think there's any way that they can make it. They're, they just don't have – their best win is going to be, I mean, number 20 Texas at the time. I think I don't think Texas is ranked twenty now. No, they're on But yeah, so I, I put this at zero percent chance of them making college Oh, Not even like one. Zero. That's crazy. Is it? Let me just see what it says on FanDuel. We're not Here, sponsored. Though. I'll put out we're not sponsored. Let <laughs> me put out a scenario. So they yeah. went out, right? They went out. TCU wins out. TCU is like number four at this point, let's just say. And then they beat mm-hmm. TCU in the Big 12. So you would think Oklahoma State would probably get in over TCU with a Big 12. They would leapfrog them, I would assume. Even though they yep. split, Oklahoma yep. State lost. One on has the road. a title. One has a title. One lost on the, the title being Oklahoma State. They lost on the road to TCU in overtime. Now. So let's say there's going to be the SEC champion. They're probably going to make it, right? Let's just mm-hmm. say the SEC champion. Yeah. Big, big 10 champion. If Clemson were to lose somehow, if Pac-12 team were to lose another one, that's two open spots. Let's say one SEC and then maybe one Big 12. Like that's how they would get in. So that's the only reason like I Like I said, 0%. I don't think I think it's less than five, but that I I think that like could potentially like that is their only way to get in. You want to hear something? You want to hear an interesting betting line stat? Yes. So, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, all or actually, you know what? Do the last team, and then I'll give you the stat because it's kind of fun. The what do you mean the last team? You have to do USC, right? Or did you do them? Oh, I haven't done them yet. Number 10, okay. USC. They have at number 12, UCLA, and then potentially Pac-12 championship. They're kind of in the same boat as Oregon. I think they have a less chance than Oregon because I think their loss to Utah is 
you might disagree with this, but I think that's a worse loss than the week one loss that Oregon had. And they're crazy. I, I do. I think I do. I think the college football playoff committee is going to want – like I would rather see USC play Georgia than I would Oregon play Georgia or Oregon play anybody because we've already seen it. USC – and USC is like a hotter commodity. I but agree. I think they discount the Utah loss a lot actually. Yeah, and that that Utah loss though, they're like 20 seconds away from winning that game. One play, a two-point conversion to being undefeated and probably the sixth team in the country right now. And now they're yeah. 10. So, yeah. I'll put their percentages at 10%. And that's high, but I I think they're I don't think got, I think that's fair. I think it's very fair. Yeah, I just Kind of to your point, I think if they do go undefeated, I think their chances are undefeated to finish the year. Their chances will be less than Oregon's, but they have that. Like people want to see USC. They okay. want to see USC. Now the game. Rank in order of like worst to best odds. The team or whatever most likely to least likely teams to make the college football playoff starting at the top. Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson. Yes, that's Georgia's minus 900, Ohio State's minus 700, Clemson's minus 190. So it's a big drop between Ohio State and Clemson. So your 85% Clemson was very aggressive, according to the, the odds. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. The I fourth team, that. I feel like I kind of heard you say it, is Alabama. Yep. I, I cheated because you gave me a kind that's of my a teaser. Um, then I'll put... Oregon. No. Alabama's the last team to have minus 1x odds. Minus odds, by the way. Oh, so my 12.5 was way off, too. Yeah. According to the odds. Yep, yep. So who's 5? TCU? They think about, no, think about, like, if, if it's not them, it's uh, them. So it's if it's not them, it's them. Tennessee and Michigan. Yeah. Michigan's plus 150. Tennessee's plus 250. Yeah. And this is where sense. it gets interesting. The seventh team. Have I guessed them? Probably. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, unless it's USC. It is USC. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, this is why I want to say that. That's that public bet, though. That's like people want USC. Yeah, plus 430, then Oregon plus 650, then TCU plus 750. That rounds out the top nine, I believe. Then the tenth team is Oklahoma State at plus thirty one hundred, so it's a massive drop. Yeah, so like two percent. <laughs> yeah, like 2%. Well, I'll check the mental math. Yeah, two percent. That's what I'm putting that at. All right. Well, I feel good. I feel good about that. Though, I mean, we'll come back to see these percentages and see who actually got in and who was way off, who was kind of close. We'll have a much better idea going into championship weekend. But. Let's, so we have potentially a deep sigh, potentially a change to the picks. Before we give the, the change or the, you know, proposal to change, let's go over records. Luke, you are freezing. You need to turn the heat up. <laughs> you need to do, bring out blankets, do anything you can to get yourself warm. Like you sleep at 80 degrees, something. And try to change your cold streak. Because right now, 
you're 7 of 22. 32% minus 11. Just bear with me here. Last I was 7 week, of 16. Now that's I'm what I was about to get to. <laughs> that's what I was getting to. I was going to go week by week. So you are 0 and 6. Cold. I was, but even worse, I was 6 and 11. I was 5 and 9. I've won two of my last 13 picks. That's freezing. <laughs> I mean, that's freezing. Just, you can't make that up. No. And it's not, and here's the thing I'm 10 for 26, 38%. You look, minus, you look in fuego. I'm just, like I said, I'm just <laughs> going to, I'm not going to drown myself. You know, that's what you're doing. You got, I you, just, you, you thought you had this in the bag probably three, four weeks ago. I did. I started doing mega teasers and stuff, and I got I got greedy. Yeah, you and that order that uh, Tennessee jersey that you you want to send me, just tuck that away a little bit more, a little bit more. Your search history of like really nice golf courses, I would delete that. I would just hit the reset <laughs> button for temporarily because as as we've seen, we can't we can't make picks. I. I... I haven't had to worry about this, but there are a whole series of questions that we need to determine. Like, when does this end? Does this end after bowl season or regular season? Oh, it's got to be conference championship. It's it's got to be conference championship. Okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's got to okay, be. I'm gonna conference have like ten units on one of the. <laughs> yeah, as long as I'm gonna I be see betting Yale receipts. Harvard. As long as I see the receipts on the ten unit <laughs> bet. But give me your proposal or what you had. Kind no, my thought mind. was, I wouldn't change anything this year. We've already agreed to it. I wouldn't change anything. But my thought would be, like, next year, we start with, quote-unquote, $1,000, right? Okay. And you bet the dollar amount. That way, I can't just, like... Come back. And if you, Yeah, well, like, you can't just, like... I'm going to go three units for the next five games and like I'll go three and two and make up three units and make up some percent. You know, it just seems like a little, that's what I was thinking of doing, like getting like slimy about it. But if you have, if you have a thousand dollars, you got to be careful not to go negative, right? Cause you can't bet money you don't have in your quote unquote account. And you can still like pick your unit size or we can have this. I mean, it doesn't even matter unit size. It's just like no. dollar amount on. So I, just a just a thought, and we could still do the percentage versus dollar number, but just so you can't like. Actually, I don't even know if I like the percentage because then you can just pepper the board and get back up to fifty percent. Well, that's what I've been right. doing. I know, which is like fine because we made these rules, and I should have thought about this earlier. But it's just a way to counteract it, maybe, for for, for next year. Yeah, it, and it's I've been peppering the board. I don't mind that. I'll say that I don't mind that. I will say too, I've been peppering the board, but things have kind of evened out where like you your cold streak is just like counteract everything where even though I've been peppering, I've been floating like three and two, two and three, and my units have kind of I've been peppering with just one units. Mm-hmm. It helps when I'm doing this this bad. Yeah, I'm it just, worked. I mean, your strategy worked, you're back, you're ahead. And it could have categories. easily went 0 and five and then I'd be done. Don't be worried. I'm I mean, I'm about to make a big push, and I, whether it's I, in the right or wrong direction. Okay, well, well, let's give our picks this week. Let's. That's a great. I like that for next year. I think to keep it. I think we kind of put it within like the name of the game a little bit. Is if we were to make a huge bet potentially, like at the end, 
we kind of need to see the receipts. You know, like like you send me in your pick, and I'll send you in. Like if I'm losing, and I may like you need to see how much money I actually put down on it. Yeah. That way, like, fair. if you do end up losing the bet, it, it's like it, it's a little more risky to put in like a five unit bet if there's actually no money involved into it. I would agree. I would agree. So I think <laughs> if we get to that point, we actually see the receipts for anything above like a three unit bet, because otherwise, I don't. I trust you. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. So let's temporarily let's go with that to finish the year. Let's get into our picks. I. It's fuzzy. It's really fuzzy. I have no confidence. It's funny when you have when you're forced to see the board clearly, you think you are seeing the board clearly. That's kind of where I am right now. I have five games written down, and I don't even know how many I'm going to give because I just put them down, and I was hoping if I stare at them long enough, something will pop out. I've had maybe one or two pop out that I'm gonna go with, and the I don't think I'm making five plays. I ju- I'm making five. Oh, <laughs> it's funny when you get when you get ahead, you get you get tight, and when you get behind, you get aggressive. You know what? I'll make five too. It's been <laughs> I don't. It's not even been a working strategy. It's your strategy. It's been whatever it has been. It hasn't been working. So all right, we've got a ten pick slate on a board that I don't even like. <laughs> so this will be fun. You, you want me to go first? What do you want? You need to change something. So whatever you feel like is going to be sure. good for you. So I'll give you my, I'll give you my first three picks, and they're all two unit. The Whoa. first one, yeah, yeah. This yeah. this is the make fir- or break. Yeah, this, Tennessee minus twelve and a half at Kentucky. Kep. is the first one. Or sorry, Tennessee minus twelve and a half against Kentucky. It's at Tennessee. Ohio State minus fifteen and a half at Penn State, and Florida plus twenty three against Georgia. Tennessee, I, the Tennessee game, huh? I was wait like I wanted Georgia just because you're like I can't do anything. I'm going number one, two, three. Hopefully these <laughs> are the best teams. Well, I, I didn't just, even realize that honestly, but I was just waiting for it. And no, you threw a curveball at me. I think Tennessee. The game is more. The Tennessee game is more likely to be Tennessee wins by thirty than than Kentucky wins by three. And I say that because Tennessee has better offensive and defensive lines. And like that is like the that has been the unsung hero of this Tennessee team. I think Will Levis may be a top five or whatever quarterback drafted, but he I don't think he's getting time. And I think that's why Kentucky's struggling on offense. And they think that they have this running game, but Tennessee's actually the best run defense in the SEC right now. Like for as bad as our secondary is. The only way, the only thing I'm nervous about is if we get into some sort of track meet like last year, where it's just literally who gets the ball last or who make who blinks first. So I'll take Tennessee twelve and a half. Ohio State, I think Penn State actually is not very good at all. And I don't even know how good Ohio State is, but I expect them to score I mean Auburn scored Jesus like thirty on them. On Penn, or no no. Sorry. Uh Michigan stored, scored 40 on them, and I don't consider Michigan to have a high-powered offense. They have a good run offense, but not high-powered. I think Ohio State's an easy bet there. And then Florida-Georgia, 23 is a line that Georgia should have earned last year, but this Georgia team has not earned this year. And I trust Anthony Richardson to – I think they can get up to, like, 21 points. And if you get to 21 points, then 
any you know anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. And the game, I think the game last year, I can't remember what the score was. I thought it was like decently close for a while, and then it, the, the wheels came off. Um, but yeah, two units across the board. Feeling that's, dangerous. I was gonna say that's high exposure. I am trying to you find any of those games here. I'm not. None of those games. So, according to like your thought process, if Georgia or excuse me, if Florida scores 21 points, like that that game, you you'll win that game. Yeah. The over under is 56 and a half. So they have that game. What? Like 40 to. You know, yeah, like 38 to 16, essentially. Or 38 to 16. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. So a little, you know, give or take a couple. So that'll be interesting. I think 21, that's a lot of points to score against Georgia. It's, man, we'll see, though. Two units. I, 20, that, it's the points, though. I'm just staring at the points. That's so many points. It's a ton of points. And, like, yes, Florida, like, the what everyone's remembering is that Florida just gave up 45 to what looked to be a very bad LSU offense. But I don't think LSU's offense is necessarily that much worse or better than Georgia's offense. I think it's a pretty fair comp. And I don't know that Georgia's played a good quarterback yet. Like, who who has Georgia played? They played... Auburn, Missouri, Kent State, South Carolina, Samford, and they, they killed Oregon at the beginning of the season, but we're discounting that anyway. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I just like hitting the points. doesn't count anymore. Yeah. I like getting the points anymore. with a prob- maybe the better quarterback, question mark. So, we'll see. What I, what I don't want is, like, this game where Georgia did to Arkansas last year and Bama did to Arkansas this year. Where they just like blow it's like twenty one nothing in the first quarter. Punts are getting blocked, interceptions, pick sixes, fumble sixes, like it's just a disaster and you know you're 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 like trying to backdoor cover after the second quarter and you know It's a terrible feeling. But that yeah. you can still like if it turns into that game, you still have that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. So right. yeah, those are my three picks. Two units I'll, each. I'll rattle off a couple three of my picks so we can be even. I'm just okay. gonna stay the course, all one units. I experienced gambler here. Yeah, well, obviously not. Experienced loser <laughs> is what it looks like. So, I've got Thursday night game. Virginia Tech plus 13 and a half against NC State. NC State's quarterback out for the year. They play Wake Forest next week. I think it's a potential look ahead game. Short week. Like that even goes into it a little bit more. Virginia Tech's they're bad. They're a bad football team. But <laughs> short week, like I said, I think 13 and a half, they can keep it within 10. So they did it. You want to hear a fun stat? If it's only or in fun. my favor. Hendon Hooker played for Virginia Tech, and Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt was committed to Virginia Tech, and now they're both superstars for Tennessee. Yeah, Delia did go. She went to Virginia Tech, so I like, you know, if anything, she can help me root this one on to victory. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I can hang my hat. If not, I'll just I'll blame it on her and just be like, "Well, I chose them because you went there." And she's like, "She'll be like, you're an idiot." Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I she'll be like, "I can't name one player on their team right now." <laughs> so, 
Anyways, my next pick, I am just riding with this team because I'm hot, and that's Oklahoma State plus one and a half at Kansas State. I hate this game. I don't want to do it. I agree. I hate this game. But I ha- I'm just this is a team that I will ride until they give me a loss. I'm just pre- like if they win this game, I'll put them in the in the game next week and then the next week. So until they lose, they're gonna be they're gonna be on my team right now, and hopefully it, they're like the Tennessee where they can just cover against the spread. I think they've gotten four out of their last five against the spread. I support it. So we'll see. Then I am moving back to the ACC, and I'm taking Wake Forest minus four and a half. This is a team that I think they has, they're playing Louisville at Louisville. Sorry, I think this team's sneaky good. They have they've lost one game, and that was the crazy game against Clemson that they could have won. And if they're undefeated right now, I think this line is seven and a half. I just I trust the quarterback here. Sam Hartman is a very good quarterback. They can score. Four and a half seems low to me. I'm going to stick with Wake Forest, four and a half. Taylor says that, Taylor, my cousin, says that if Wake had beaten Clemson, they'd be in the college football playoff, which is actually kind of crazy. And that was an overtime game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, a thousand percent. So I'm riding, yeah, four and a half. I almost want to make it two, but every time I do this on the show, whether it's you guys convince (laughs) me, I lose. I'm sticking with That's not true. We got you to go on to Tennessee big. That's true. That's true. So I'll, I'll get my fourth pick here while I'm feeling hot right now. I've got UCLA minus 16 and a half. I know this is the kind of a roller coaster of emotions. They just got beaten their biggest game of the year so far. They play Stanford. Stanford's run deep. I know they look a lot better against Notre Dame. Stanford's coming off a high from that game. But their run defense has been so bad, and that's what UCLA's strength is. I think they run all over these guys. I think this is going to be like, you know, carving copy of the Michigan-Penn State game. I know nothing about it. Um, <laughs> I will do my last two picks, which are like I just can't get away from this line of thinking. I have Ole Miss minus two and a half at Texas A&M. And I have Texas A&M has been the bane of my existence this year. And I also have Arkansas minus three at Auburn, both of them for one unit. I hear I'm getting reports that players are like leaving practice early at Texas A&M. Like Jimbo Fisher is almost certainly going to get fired. If he doesn't, then he like, then, then players are going to try like they're, Recruiting classes are going to be gold mines. Everyone is going to come poach. Everyone's going to leave. And then with Arkansas and Auburn, same thing with Brian Harson. It's just like those two coaches are the coaches that are going to get fired in the SEC. Like it, for for programs that matter, or most likely for programs that matter. So I'll take Arkansas with an offense on the road and Ole Miss for the same reason. I don't love the Ole Miss pick just because it's at Texas A&M. I text they're they're a better team. I just that's trappy. That feels trappy to me. That's fair. I think people are coming off of the LSU game and and are nervous. But like I, give me the good offense. You know, yeah. give me the give me the good offense. Fair enough. I do like the Arkansas pick though. I do like Thank that you. one. 
So my last pick is strictly out of principle. And this is what this is where I'm at with this board this week. I don't feel that good about it, but this is a principle bet. This is USC against Arizona. Under what do you just don't look at it. What do you think the line is? I haven't looked at it. I uh, I think I have looked at it. I think it's like 70 76. Yeah. So that's a principle bet. Like all, what do I, I need like two How stops. dare they put the the under that high? Yeah, like two stops against an Arizona team that are like, okay, come on. Like USC, if they stop them the first two drives, the game's over. Yeah. So that's a yeah. principal bet. Under 76. That's, that, that's, uh, a, that's a game where it's like, all right, I'm, I either won or then you honestly have to be nervous for that game the whole time. I, I you just can't, need one, one dry spell of scoring. That's really all you need. Yeah, like two punts. That's yeah. a dry spell. I just can't yeah. have this game turn into what USC-Utah did. Right. And right. even Better so, that was like eight points over this, ten points over this. That's not crazy. Like, they, they you scored had another. Was that the under you had previously? Oh, yeah. Yeah, USC-Utah. You're like, I can give 30, 38. Yeah. That, one, I, like, that one was dead after <laughs> Same the like thought. four possessions. <laughs> That game was insane. I, I, for whatever reason, I think Utah's not as good as Arizona. Or, excuse me, vice versa. Arizona's not as good as Utah. And USC certainly has to, like, I don't know if they're even – they might be coming off a bye. Like, surely they've tidied up their defense. Surely. Well, yeah, that's the thought process. So, <laughs> 10 games slate. You have eight units on the line. I have five total of 13. We're big mental math podcast now. This could be make or break week. Yeah, it, it will. It will certainly either separate us or bring us tighter. You know what? I, I hope mean, I can, if I go undefeated, I mean, I'm due. I, if I, I go undefeated. I'm like back in positive territory. I hope we both go undefeated here. I do too. Look, I'm I'm then, okay then with that. Then we will have a race to the finish line. Agreed. It, more of like the you know tortoise and the hare because we won't get there very fast. <laughs> but that's what it'll be like. <laughs> so it's we'll, a real roller coaster. Yeah. So. That, that's our picks. Um, we are trying to get maybe a guest or two on next week. I think I think two. I think it, we're good to go. So stay tuned for that. Pretty much, we'll, we'll I'll tease it with Luke and I probably won't be talking very much. So that's a little teaser for that. And just think about the the big game of next week. That wraps up this week's episode. Good luck to Luke and I. We we need all the positive energy we can get. Hoo-ah. Go Vols.